out here and let you know that this is going to be a bonus episode due to the fact that we had some technical difficulties getting the actual episode up. So this is just going to be a bullshit episode for us. And we had fun. We talked about some serious things. I gave my backstory. I hope you enjoy listening to this. We've got a lot of fun things in the works right now. And we will have something better out next week when we can actually get the real episode out. We just didn't want to leave you guys hanging. So thanks for bearing with us. guys welcome back to the forever broken podcast where we're going to dive into the world of mental health and ask questions like why the fuck is the audio not working for me but it does for gabe and better questions like how can we fix your life and by doing so make ours just a little bit better so that being said today we're going to be talking about some things that are utterly important to us which is having a good friend group around yourself and doing so i would like to introduce the co-host of the show first and foremost the big man from oklahoma hey what's going on guys so we were talking about the importance of having a group of you know friends or kind of like a support group but without all the kumbaya shit unless you're into that i guess but um, it's kind of why we started the, the Facebook page initially was just a place for people to get on there sharing memes and jokes and stupid ass stories and what have you. But speaking of which, that's what we need is for you guys to be more involved and uh, just post as much as you can on there. But yeah, pretty active. You know, we've, we've had a few people reach out to us and message us when they're having issues and uh, that's the side that you know the public doesn't see but that's it's really important for the whole movement here you know is to actually use it you know what i mean like what do you guys think about that well i think we should probably uh introduce gabe as well since you just said f him uh, yeah, dude, it's cool. I'm just like, kind of just here in the, I'm in the fray. I'm just in the fray. Yeah, yeah. I was actually on our Facebook page doing some uh, liking and commenting, so I, I missed my cue. Yeah, that's fine. And then we also have to be able to like pub, uh, English. I can't do that today. Apparently, uh, we gotta plug <laughs> the. Uh, Twitter that I don't really know how to use, uh, InstaFace or Instagram, whatever you want to call it. Uh, TJ and Gabe, they'll be able to post photos and everything on there too. Uh, like I said, I think we're going to try to get like pictures of us uh, doing the podcast and what have you, get that stuff up on there. Uh, the merchandise that is being pimped right now by our very own Gabe. We'll get that up there too, but... Um, once that becomes publicly available, we'll get it out to you guys and <clears throat> show you what, what's up, what's to come. Um, but yeah, well, like TJ had said, this whole having a group is just so important to us because that's what we got when we were in the military together. And then we all got out. And it was kind of just like, oh, man, I got to find something. I got to find somewhere that I can still have this. And you go with that and then you start a new job. And it's like. Yeah, you get jerk offs. I think the hard part in that, Derek, too, is that um, in the military, because of the type of job that it is, and the type of life that you that you uh, are living while in the military, it makes it hard to find that same camaraderie. Um, I'm gonna slap shit out of you, TJ. I swear to God, it makes it hard to find that same camaraderie. On, <laughs> on the same on the same level as like 
when you're in the military. You know what I mean? Yeah, it really is. Uh, I mean, I had a I had a real fucking thought, but somebody decided to fucking toke one out while I was in the middle of it. Yeah, and it's cool though. With that though, uh, if you're playing the drinking game that we haven't officially gotten started yet, uh, Gabe did just slap or say he was gonna slap the shit out of somebody, so that's a drink. I actually think I the, when when I was making this up, I think I said that was finish your drink, but I can't do that right now. It's a brand new drink, <laughs> and I need to. And I need to be able to function for this podcast. We're going to pace ourselves. Yeah, I got I to gotta be real. I'm glad I got designated the sober one for the podcast. Like, well, you're kind of the sober one in life, so I'm proud of you for it. You're doing good. Had to make some life changes, boys. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I can't do that. If I make life changes, everyone's going to pay for it. <laughs> Especially your friend group. And as I've been deemed part of that friend group, I appreciate the fact that you recognize your weaknesses and you're not willing to put us through that. So I yeah. appreciate and applaud and thank you for taking care of us yeah, emotionally. I really, <laughs> I really I try, I try to lead by example, which is something that Bro, I think that's seriously one of my favorite sound clips, and I hope everyone enjoys it as much as I do. That, that oh, God, the chipmunk laugh just gets me every freaking time. You know what I mean? Uh, it, um, anything chipmunk is pretty solid in my yeah, mind. Yeah, it really is. Um, TJ has been... You know, it's funny, because me and Gabe actually were at the same unit, so um, just to kind of, yeah, like, explain this to everyone... <laughs> Me and Gabe were at the same mouths together uh, in the Marine Corps. TJ, we didn't meet until we went to Afghanistan, actually. And just to kind of, like, explain a little bit as to how, like, the military worked for us, we just got to meet a whole new group of people every time we deployed or we went on a, a detachment or we went somewhere new and worked at new places. We didn't like end up being at the same place with him so we didn't spend four years together like me and Gabe did um we only spent god like six months with TJ but he just fit in so well you know we all got along so well this is where it's come back to and we ended up hitting it off and again that group we, we hit it off we have this group now and we're doing this, where we're getting to make a change in other people's lives and help them find that, which I just think is awesome. <laughs> so it doesn't always have to be a matter of, oh, God, I knew them for 26 years or whatever, you know. It's just, hey, we, just, we picked up on it. We understand each other, and we laugh. We all have the same dark sense of humor because we're, you know, traumatized. And... We going? Yeah, it's funny how that works. You know, I went to uh, here in like I think it's 2018. I went to a school in Wisconsin, and I was only there for like two months. And there's still a couple of guys from that school that I talk to all the time. You know, and like I said, I didn't know them before, and hell, I haven't seen them since. But we still talk all the time. Yeah, it's just it helps, and I think that's something that everyone needs. Um, God, Brandon, who was on last week, if you haven't listened to that episode, get definitely get on there and listen to that episode. I thought it was incredible, uh, other, other than obvious audio errors, but it was incredible. He, uh, he had just messaged me here, gosh, two, three hours ago, and he's like, man, do you follow the local newspaper or whatever from uh, Nebraska, where we're from? And I was like, nah, man, I don't follow that. He goes, Everyone in our age group dying. And I was like, eh, that kind of makes sense. Drugs do that to a guy. Drugs are bad, okay? And, uh... Don't do drugs. You know, don't do drugs, they're bad, okay? Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah, drugs and suicide. And, like, the the dark part of me was like, God, make a joke about the suicide thing. And I was like, alright, no, I probably shouldn't do that. I'm hosting a mental health podcast, kind of. Uh... Maybe I don't make fun of the mental, the suicide side. But 
it is it seems like it's gotten super relevant especially in our age group like i don't know if it was something caused by like how we were raised like if we were just not taught how to deal with things because i mean when you look at like boomers as they supposedly call them these guys don't kill themselves i mean they do but not high, nearly the same rate that we are in our age and I was just like, man, maybe we really are pussies, you know? Like, I can't, I can't judge anyone. But I think it's I all will. the glutens. Oh yeah, that makes sense actually. Yeah, I've got a gluten intolerance. Well, so, here's my take on that, dude. Um, like, remember when we were younger, like elementary, junior high, and like something would happen or. Uh, your mom made a specific dinner or like anything that was generally something that you didn't want or didn't agree with. It wasn't stupid. It wasn't bad. It was, oh man, that's gay. I don't want to do that. Remember? Hey, you can't say that. Everything, everything was gay. You know what I mean? And like, you can't say that. (laughs) You can't, but I mean, like, I think with like society and the way things change and like how how everything has become offensive or you know you can't make a joke about it because it could hurt somebody's feelings like i get all that and i understand all that but i mean like i think that plays a part in why the rise of mental health has gone up too dude like there's so much you have to be careful with that it's strenuous to keep up with it you know what i mean like like, yeah. shit, dude, you go to a grocery store and, and you can't tell if the person checking you out is male, female, and or if they identify male or female, and you're just kind of like, uh, thanks, person. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, I get in so much trouble with that shit, too. Uh, like, and I, and I mean, like, but like, and like, on top of that, it's like, it's not something that is a normal in a lot of places. So, like, you actually see it and you're just kind of looking to, like, verify for 10 to 15 minutes that you really are looking at what you're looking at and then you're the asshole for looking you know what i mean like understand that like if i walked outside wearing my daughter's fucking dance recital tutu like if people weren't staring at me like what the fuck is this dude doing like i would question their sensibility you know what i mean like like what the fuck do you watch like on the daily basis but that made this normal time. for you to see at the same time if i saw you walk out of a class wearing a tutu there's a very good chance I wouldn't question a thing because I but know you, you know me, <laughs> but you know me and you know that there's a reason why I have it on. Yeah. I'd just be like, but yeah, it's just somebody a that it's lives a across the fucking house. Like somebody lives across the street from me. I walk outside to mow my lawn in a fucking tutu. He's going to be like, this one's weird. And I'm going to, I'm going to watch this to see how it plays out. You know what I mean? Oh well, yeah. For we sure. had a, we had a certain staff sergeant who thought it was mighty odd. Whenever uh, someone threw on the Daisy Dukes. Uh, I wonder who that was. Yeah. He wasn't a fan. I don't think it helped the fact that he was FaceTiming. Because he didn't have any his, styles. His old I mean, style. lady at the time. <clears throat> <laughs> it actually wasn't that one. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just... Oh, man. You just name-dropped the most incognito way I've ever heard in my life. I'm impressed with it. Thank you. Like, I can't be mad about that at all. But yeah, you're right. I mean, we live in a... It's such a weird time right now where, like, everything is so sensitive in, in America, especially. Because, I mean, I feel like I don't see that... But I don't live other places, so I don't freaking know. Like, I don't... I would think it's probably less prevalent in other places. Like, I don't think in communist China it's a super common thing where... But, I mean, so, like, hear me out. Hear me out real quick. Like, do I give a fuck that a dude wants to dress like a girl and be called Susan? No. But if I saw a unicorn trotting down the fucking road, I'm going to slam on my brakes to fucking look at it because it's fucking unusual for me to see a unicorn running down the fucking road. All right? Hey, that's for another podcast. Dude, I'm not being an asshole about it. I'm just saying, like, it's an unusual sight, and I'm going to fucking take it in. No, I know unicorns are for another podcast. That's the cryptid podcast we're going to be doing we'll talk about those on there 
when we get them. I haven't gotten the unicorns reading yet, but I've gotten to a lot so of other stuff. What you're saying is I'm the master of foreshadowing podcasts and yes. incognito name dropping. Yes, and hopefully everyone listening right now is like, oh my god, they're going to do a cryptid podcast. Yes! And if you're not, yeah. well, get excited anyway, because I'm going to do it anyway. It's <coughs> so, off. That one hurt a little. Yeah, I, I can relate to that too. I've spent the last freaking week coughing to the point where I actually ripped underneath my tongue because I was coughing so hard. Dude, um... Was that just a cryptid behind you? I just saw something fluffy. Just kind of, I don't know. Middle behind of your me? door. Yeah, middle of your door. Just kind of peeking There's no over. door. Uh-oh. <laughs> this isn't good. Dude, where? Point to it on the screen. Point, Point on the doll where they touched you. What What good's this guy do me? Show, show me on the doll where they touched you, dude. Well, Go on. To, I, it's right here. So, tell me when to stop. There. Right there? Right there? A little higher. That was a dog. That was a dog. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. I, just, I saw something fluffy, but I didn't see a shape distinguishable. I was confused. I was scared. I got scared for a minute. Uh, I know your relationship. It was a puppy, and he nose-nudged me, and it made me jump, and you saw him jump, too. Oh, that makes sense. I, 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 hey, I'm not here to judge. But, yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah, when you see some some shit that like you just you're not used to seeing of course we look but we live in a time you're not allowed to look apparently you just gotta just sit there shut up mind your business tj's gone all of a sudden what do you do we're not allowed to look so he moved out of the screen oh that makes sense yeah it's kind he's, of funny because he's my, trying some new things on, on my screen I... it looks like his arm is your arm now <laughs> We did that on purpose. We've been choreographing this all day. No, you haven't. I'm the only one that's talked to him on, on the app today. That's what you think. Cheater. Cheater. Son of a bitch. Yep, see you Oh, dude, time. I just... Never mind. I'm not going to do... I'm not even going to go into this. I'm not. Well, you could, but yeah, we shouldn't go there. Um, yeah, I, I get no, what you're saying. No. It's just like, uh, with this whole thing, it's just crazy that we live in the times we live in, and we're, we're all trying to navigate, like, this new series of weird crap where it's like, uh, the, and what I was trying to get at here earlier when you said brought it up, I was just like, I've gotten stuck in this situation now, and I don't know how to respond to people because I go, like, my common thing is being like, hey, man, what's up? Or, hey, dude, like, you know. Because 90s, 80s, 90s kids. Yeah, that's what we, we... It's like, hey, man, what up? Hey, bro. But then when I'm put in a situation where I don't know what to call you, it takes me about 40 minutes worth of going, hey, um, uh, um... Fucker. Uh... But that's the thing. Like, it makes it even more awkward when you can't just be like, hey, guy. And they're like, oh, actually, it's Susan. You'd be like, oh... Hey Susan, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, a lot of these apps too. I've noticed they. I put think their, I think a lot of it too is, is there's. You got a what? A lot of these apps that I've been on now, they put their like pronouns <laughs> oh, on it, and pronouns? it, and it says they they'll like say they them, and I'm like, hey they, oh. and I'm like, wait, that doesn't sound that doesn't even sound. How the fuck am I supposed to use they them when I'm talking to you? They them is plural. You ass. I don't think ass is part of the pronoun category, bro. Well, it should be. It is now. Just call them y'all. <laughs> oh, I call everyone y'all, yeah. And then I, that's when, and then my wife makes fun of me because uh, you're not from Texas. And I, and I, shut up. I can be if I want to. Everyone I talk to is redneck. I'm a redneck too now. I, uh... Yeah, dude. Um, You're struggling. I'm not from a lot of. I'm not from a lot of places, but I still <coughs> use sayings from those places. That's what I'm saying. That's what I told her. I said I picked up a lot of accent just because everyone I hung out with was from somewhere else. I didn't pick I mean, up Boston. The one guy that we had from Boston hated him.
What was his name? I can't remember. Don't say it out loud. He was a ginger-headed asshole. He's the one that kicked the box into your head, huh? Yeah, and he was the one that... Threw oh, it. I remember his name. I remember his name. Hold on. Stand no. by. I'm going to send it. I'll but, send it. Yeah, but he, he was the one that threw his meds out of the seven ton, so he had to get sent back to the United States because, because they couldn't get him his meds in time. And then I'm like, how are you going to... Yep. Yep, that's it. How are you going to sit there <laughs> and tell me how I'm such an ass? And then throw your meds out of a seven ton. So you he didn't throw them out of the seven ton, dude. He dumped them down the fucking toilet. I, he dumped oh, them I into the. He, he threw them out of the seven ton. No, he went out to the fucking porter shitter and dumped them in the porter shitter. Yeah, somebody should have gotten them out for him. And then he could have had a shit sandwich like he deserved. He'd have had a shitload of pills if they would have pulled him out then. Oh, hold on. We've got. I think we've got a sound for that actually. Oh, you want me to do it? Yeah. Hold on, let me do it real quick. Stand by. Uh, he would have had a shitload of pills then. Yeah, well, that's what that crap. You did it too early. Now it's not playing. Yeah, I heard it. I oh, bet I we're gonna have me. a. I bet we're gonna have a crap load of like audio just playing because neither of us know how to do this. <laughs> it's just gonna play in the background. We're. For professionals, everybody. Just yeah. keep subscribing and leaving reviews. Yeah, we please, are please. Yeah, I mean, if you feel so inclined that you have to leave a one star, um, fuck you. Um, or don't. I don't have time for don't. your shit. But or don't. Yeah, just don't. A five star, that's what we need. So, anyways. Uh, but we, So, basically what I'm getting at, dude, is like, society's kind of fucked up and it's kind of fucked up for people that are our generation that grew up making light of people's uh, life choices and their preferences like i said you know like right oh we're having spaghetti again tonight that's gay you know what i mean like yeah it wasn't that it was necessarily like knocking on the uh gay community it was more or less just a saying that we used in a in a time when like saying it was gay it meant like it wasn't like your favorite thing in the world or like your buddy decided to take off on his bicycle really fast towards the monkey bars and then when he got to the monkey bars grab him and let his bike go and the momentum dropped him on his back and he knocked it like the air out of him and instead of being like oh shit dude you cool you walk up you're like ha you're retarded and like you weren't making fun of the mentally handicapped community. You're just saying that he did a really stupid thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you were saying he did. It wasn't something. made to be like offensive to that group. No, and and it's, it's funny that you bring up retard. My wife hates it when I use it. To the I mean, she it really does, and and I, I try to be a little bit more sensitive about it. But um, and it's something again. Another podcast I listen to. He talks about. He goes. He goes, what pisses me off is that we use these terms, right? And it's like, at one point, all of these terms that we have relegated as being negative now or offensive used to be actual scientific terms. You know, right. and like we used to say you're, you know, retarded in a scientific way. And then we get a hold of it. We use it in a negative manner. And then it gets thrown out the window. So the problem that we have now is that all these terms that we've deemed offensive, we're just going to find a new word to be offensive. You know, like the new term will be mentally handicapped. So if I say, ah, you're mentally handicapped, I don't mean it I'm saying that I'm making fun of the mentally handicapped community. I'm just saying, like, like you said, man, like you're just being slow. You're being... Don't. Right, and like no. the the process that you just explained though has has already happened between like our grandparents, our parents, and then us. Like, yeah, I can recall a time like stories that like I I grew up. My parents were were older, so like my parents would have been the age of your guys's grandparents, and like when they went to school with kids that were 
mentally challenged. They weren't called retarded, and they weren't called mentally handicapped. They were referred to as touched. Oh, that that person's touched. And, like, their kids grew up making fun of their friends for doing dumb things, being like, ah, you're, you're touched, or you're special, you know what I mean? Like, and that's, and then it became scientific to call them, like, it's a mental retardation, and then we grew up using the term, ah, oh, dude, you're mentally retarded, like, why would you do that? Like, right. you know the fence is electric, why would you pee on it, you fucking retard? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? being touched, it looks like TJ being touched. <laughs> I can see that. I don't mean that he's retarded. I just mean it looks like he's been touched physically. Show us on the doll where where they touched you, PJ. Do you have a doll? <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> show us on your dog where you touched him. Show, show us. Show us on your dog where they touched you. Come here, Goose. <laughs> so, real quick, there, bud. Is that a Hawaiian shirt you're rocking right there? It is. Yeah, it is, man. So that's what Derek was asking me earlier, and I was like, I'm just wish that this was the kind of weather I was actually in. You know? Did you need puka shells? Like you need to wear it into existence. It's fucking colder than a set of Eskimo nuts right now, and I don't appreciate it. I just like I want to like completely appreciate what you have going on right now. You are literally rocking a rolled up beanie, like you are a fucking fisherman on a fucking wharf in alaska so to explain a the, goddamn gonna, carhartt coat and a fucking hawaiian t-shirt yeah like, i'm gonna try to you help. are a you're touched dude yeah. you're touched i'm gonna try to help <laughs> listeners here he looks he's got his beanie worn like robin hood a robin hood hat right now uh without the feather even though he probably should have one um and then the hawaiian shirt he's like hawaii 5 kind of thing with a Carhartt over Yeah, he didn't it. button up the top seven buttons. Yeah. He so, the bottom like, you two and he's his, rocking it. You can see his <laughs> hair sticking out of the top, like the tuft of hair. And he's just got a shit-eating grin on his face, oh. even though there's nothing fun about eating shit. You know, it's, I just want to take a moment to appreciate the just, fact that you use the word tuft. Right? I can't button Congrats them all because my neck's too fucking fat. That's five points for you. I like a fat neck. I got a fat neck. What do you do? Dude, it's not having a fat neck. It just means you, you have a grizzly neck. It's just very convenient for my weigh-ins. Yeah, but you do, you can just... Can you wear Hawaiian shirts to drill? <laughs> yeah. That's army standards yeah. for you. <laughs> what the fuck? Air Force standards? I don't know. No, dude. His, uh... Are you in the Oklahoma National Guard, dude? Yeah. Nasty girl. I was just gonna. I was just gonna tell you to nod yes or no, but since you want to go ahead and throw it out there for the. <clears> you world. asked it, dipshit. Yeah, since you want to. I was gonna say nod. You gotta yeah, hold since up a nod. Speak, I guess. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm just sitting here with my fucking flashcards prepared to fucking coach you through this, dude. We do. We have our flashcards. They're ready. Yep. <laughs> That's why we're completely off topic right now. And I don't even remember what the hell we were talking about at this point. Something, oh yeah, uh, our generation's... Having a good friend group to like talk about and, and... But yeah, what we were talking about just last was that our generation's really awkward and it's fucked. I think is what we were getting at. Um, and that being said, that's led to a lot of, you know, mental health issues, which sucks. And it's just... There's a huge incline in the numbers, and I don't know how we address that. I thought you were going somewhere else when you said you, you're, you know, when your mom made dinner and you didn't like it. And this is fun for me because it's something my mom used to do. She'd be like, "If you don't like what I made you for dinner, make your own." And I took that personal, so I did make my own dinner, and then I started making everyone dinner, and now I'm a housewife. So, funny story, I was never given the option to make my own dinner. In fact, I, until recently, have never been able to touch my mother's stove or oven. Um, and I was never allowed to touch her washing machine or her dryer. 
I'd be alright with that. I mean, I mean, I wasn't. I'm not bitching. Like, I'm not. Like, I like. I think I did my first load of laundry for myself when I was in the Marine Corps. Like, that's a common thing. I think actually, super common. Yeah, but then like, until recently, after like getting divorced and all that, dude. Like, I've no, I never had to. Like, my mom always did it. Or my wife always did it and then the only time i had to do it was when i was going through all the schools for for mos school and like i had fucking two pairs of civvies that i'd fucking roll around in then cami so i just threw it all into one load dumped a shitload of soap fucking called it a day like to be fair that's how i still do laundry i didn't say it's not how i not do it now i'm just saying like the first time i tried that shit when my at the time my wife asked me to do the laundry and in my mind I was like cool laundry goes in the hole soap goes in the hole turn it on and go on with my day I wasn't aware that there was like darks and lights and then like delicate and shit like that like it's a science and I'm not well, and see, that's why I do my laundry like I like my society. I throw the darks, the lights, and everything into a big group, and they just get along, and I've never had a problem. I don't get shrunken laundry. The laundry doesn't bleed into each other. That's how just society should be right now, is that, you know, just because we put darks and lights together doesn't mean they should bleed into each other. So you're saying that you're an equal opportunity laundryist? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. I think that's a fair statement. And you're dang right. I just made that a reference. The United States is the laundry, the washing machine of the world. Where you just throw everything in at the same time. You put two Tide Pods in that son of a bitch and you go with it. And then when you dry it in Afghanistan, it comes out a little bit shrunk and probably fucked up, but what do you do? I'm going to go with the United States more like a dryer, because you throw it all in there after you've tried to, like, wash it, cleanse it, keep it clean, and some of it comes out fucking lawn, like, full of static and zapping the fuck out of you and angry, and then some of it comes out a little bit smaller than it went in, and then sometimes some of it comes out and you're missing the fucking second pair, like the second sock that goes with your pair of socks. Well, that's what I'm like, saying. That's, that's why I think with. the Middle East is the dryer because it goes, you know, we wash it, we make it better, could send it over the Middle East, and then everything gets fucked mm. up over there where, you know, you end up missing your sock or your private. And, uh, you gotta deal with it. And okay. Everyone else comes do back we, and they're like, Do we make it better, though? <clears throat> most of the time. Not after. We can't fix it after it's I mean, already been ruined. I mean, I'm just saying, dude. I'm like, just saying. It's subjective and it's opinion. I'm just saying it was a good analogy until you ruined it. Asshole. This is what I'm good at. TJ, pick a side. I'm just stuck on the laundry thing still. So, you put your <laughs> you put your, your lights and your darks together, right? <clears throat> so they, they launder well. <clears throat> but uh wait are we still talking about an analogy or are we talking real i was gonna say dude like <laughs> i'm not sure you can say you put your lights and darks together the way that you just said it <laughs> I don't know what the fuck we just say did. it less hillbilly dude that was really wrong <laughs> anyways let's, let's just skip over that and go back to the to the cryptos we're talking about trying to find here <laughs> let's, let's go like, back to something like we're talking about fucking doggy coins or are we talking like you know, the oh, fucking God. Jersey Devil or whatever the fuck it is? I don't think the Jersey Devil about? matters because the Jersey Devil is basically a child drawing where they're like, it's got a horse's head, it's got wings like an owl, and then it's got goat legs and a tail that would look something like the devil. Yeah, but wouldn't the, that be the the shit don't make any like sense. Yeah, it'd be terrible, but it just doesn't make sense. What are we talking about? The Jersey I'm Devil. Lost, dude. He was talking about cryptids. 
which we'll be diving into on a new show later in the. Oh, uh, are you guys, do you guys are like foreshadowing like your yeah your we're foreshadowing series. we're foreshadowing hard because it's something that's super fun and super interesting at least to me I've got I'm getting books now on it and doing my research I, I started uh, researching here some more stuff in depth uh, this past week because I was like ah oh, so excited to do this. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I still got to do the mental health pod. And uh, as you can tell, I didn't research that. That was hard this week. But. Um, well, I mean, in that, too, and this is an impromptu episode because our our regularly scheduled episode had some technical difficulties. It went absolutely terrible because I was asked out uh, after two, three hour sleep days. And then TJ's got the internet that they actually have in mud huts in Taiwan. And they actually probably have better internet than TJ. Yeah, I well, I heard that... Um, I, I read an article that there was a, a power surge. And in Oklahoma? It took out his router, and he needed a new router. Oh, that makes sense. Way to cover him. That was great. Good job. I got Proud you, bro. This is the group we're talking about right here. This is you need guys around you that support you and have your back. And to get us back on topic, like let's just kind of hone in just for you know a couple seconds, then we can get off topic, like we're going to do. So, why it's so important to have a group of people around you, like we have. This is what it comes back to right here. I mean, we have each other's back, right? So, when I'm having a bad day, I can't go. To somebody I don't have like a group of friends having just moved down here to Arizona that I did anywhere else like they're not readily available friends that I can just sit here and be like oh yeah I'll just drive over to his house like I used to just walk over to Gabe's if I was having a crap day or you know or I lived with them in a tin hut or a tent you know I don't have that but I do still have the ability to just shoot them a text and I know whether it's four in the morning six in the morning two in the afternoon they're going to get back to me they're going to check in with me and make sure that I'm doing all right if I have a terrible night you guys know this from firsthand experience because I've had a lot of bad nights I just call you guys and we just bullshit it gets me through it and it reminds me that yeah you know shit's not that terrible like it could be a lot worse it's a great reminder for me that God, life's pretty damn good. And it is because of the people I've surrounded myself with. So hopefully, as we go forward, we can reach out and get that to other people. And something that we want to end up doing here is, uh, you know, and the listeners, I guess, will have to let us know either on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or whatever. What we want to do here going forward eventually is get a Patreon set up. You guys pitch us a dollar so we can set up and have better recording equipment yada 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 we'll give you a shout out and we'll give you access to a discord group where it'll be like a live text all the time where we will come in we'll be there the whole time we'll just talk to you guys and it'll be it's literally like just texting each other and then we can set up group topics like sports or comedy or movies and television or hey we'll have a group in there that says depressed or whatever you know reach out and talk to somebody and we can all just (laughs) reach out and touch somebody which is actually my favorite line from the first episode because I didn't catch it at first and then I just listened to it again I heard TJC reach out and touch somebody and I thought that doesn't sound right anymore I don't know what the hell happened this isn't good. Uh, but, you know, we can do that. To hold it in if I could. I we could can, we, can, we can have that, that subsection where it's reach out and touch somebody. And uh, hopefully <laughs> you guys don't make it too sexual. Oh, uh, we're getting flagged. Good chance. Reach out and touch someone. <sighs> God, that could have been the name of the podcast, couldn't it? It still can be. Did you name it? No, I haven't named shit yet. Yeah, we'll just call it reach out and touch somebody. And uh, oh, it'll Jesus. be good. 
I don't think a lot of people are going to understand that reference, but it's all right. They'll figure it out. Uh, either weird. it goes I really, don't... either it goes really well and they understand the comedy of it, or it goes really bad, really bad, and they don't understand the comedy. Well, of I it, mean, it's going like, to go oh, really cool. good. Yeah. It's going to really go really good. good, and people are going to have a good laugh about it. Or we're going to be sending emails to Spotify again to let us back on their platform. <laughs> or they'll just not get the overreaching comedy of it and they'll just be like oh yeah reach out and talk to somebody yeah yeah cool these guys are out here living it bro. yeah they're doing it man good for them but yeah you know what i'm saying like i just think it, it it's hugely and immensely important because i mean i can really tell like I, i'm telling you guys i would be in a very very different place right now if it weren't for having you guys around to just reach out and shoot a message to or call and have a good time you thought i was gonna do it dude i swear to god i thought you were gonna do it just to be a shithead no i didn't i wouldn't maybe i would but no i think it's hugely <clears throat> important to have that group and that's why i think it's important to have the group just from first-hand experience you guys have saved my life on more than one occasion that means the world to me so. and i i mean like I'm with you on that one too, but I think it is important in that group too to like, you need to know, like we know each other really, really well. Does that make sense? Yep. Like, I know when you're having a bad day and I need to listen to you and be there for you. Like, but I also know when you're being a bitch about your bad day and I'm going to make fun of you and and call you on the carpet with your bullshit and be like, hey, I get it, like, it sucks, but, like, part of this is on you, bro, and you need to fucking handle it. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I'm and saying. Like, so that, that friend group that you have, you guys, there definitely has to be that understanding to where, like, you are friends, and that's your friend group, but at the same time, like, your real friends will never, ever be offended or get upset with you for calling them on their shit. And that's a big part of picking your friend group is you need to have those friends that will, will be there for you in your hard times, but they'll also let you know that you're making the times harder than they need to be by being a dipshit. You know what I mean? Absolutely. TG, I don't know. How do you feel about it? What, what do you think the importance <clears throat> is in having, a, having that group? I mean, I think it's personally that's that's one of the most important things. That's that the biggest thing that's helped me with anytime I've had issues was, you know, talking to you guys or, you know, like Joe. That we're still working on that episode, but um, I've been to a bunch of different therapists and everything else, and it's always the same shit. You know what I mean? But the one thing that's helped more than anything else was just having somebody to talk to somebody that could relate to some of the issues that you know that you're having or whatever that's definitely been the the best thing that i've done so far yeah 100 percent. and you know I, I guess i didn't plan on doing this this episode but i'll just dive into this and kind of explain to everyone my backstory and my um what i've been through some of the stuff i've gone through just to kind of help them understand that we are coming from someplace. This is genuinely something important to us and why it's important to us. So to fill you guys in, you guys got my backstory in episode one. If you haven't, you can go back and listen to it. And that was basically, you know, went to the Marine Corps, right? Uh, I deployed twice with you guys uh, to Afghanistan. I got sent out through several different detachments uh, while I was there. And, you know, I can't say, like, I, did, I didn't have it worse than anybody else by any means. Um, I did, I saw a lot of the stuff that I think everyone saw over there, you know, with the locals getting shot and people that, you know, getting hurt. And that, that happens. And then I came back and I was on the fire department here the last, or in North Platte the last 10 years. And that was just death on death on death. And bad thing after bad thing because you're dealing with people who are having the worst day of their life and for us you know we're sitting there just we have to be there for them 
and they're not always going to be nice to us just because we're trying to help but I saw a lot of things and then you know I was trying to figure out my meds um, the, after the getting out you know I got diagnosed with PTSD I've got major depressive issues I've got major anxiety issues my wife thinks I'm bipolar which is totally reasonable because my switch is like that um, so I get it but you know even here gosh what was that two years ago I kind of hit my low and I sat there and I you know I was like god damn it I just don't feel anything and yeah I was like so I grabbed my pistol and I was like fuck man like I was, I was like I don't want to kill myself I just want to see if I feel anything and I put it to my head and I was like yep nope this is an issue this is a big fucking problem I don't feel shit. And then I you know, like called my called my dad a ball, and I was like, "I'm a bitch, I'm a bitch, dad." And then I, I ended up checking myself in the hospital, and then go went to ended up getting put into a uh, mental area about 90 miles from where I was from, and it was honestly probably the greatest. It, it was kind of like deploying, you know, where you deploy and you don't got to worry about anything. Like, you don't got bills to worry about, you don't got shit to do. And I just got to talk with everyone else that was quote-unquote crazy. And, you know, there was a huge stigma for me going into it because I was like, I can't go to a mental place, I can't do it. Like, then people are going to think I'm crazy, they're going to feel this way about me, like, they're going to take my guns, they're going to do this, they're going to do that, it's going to ruin my life if I do it. But I finally hit a point where I was just like, you know what, fuck it. Yeah, I, I, like, I, it's not going to get any worse than where I'm at right now. And I went, I got put on new meds, this whole thing, I came out of it, and it was actually really weird because I was, like, having such a, like, dopamine high and, like, serotonin high that I kind of, I was in such a good mood when I left that when I got home, I had this energy crash where I just like laid down and my heart palpitations and I was like, oh my god, I don't think I really slept while I was there. I was a little bit jealous there was a guy in a room with me and that's all he did was sleep. And I was like, man, what fucking meds they give that asshole? Because I could really use those fucking things. That's cool. He did. He slept the entire time. He would wake up, come out, eat, go back to bed and I was like, damn, I need those. My ass was out there. The the nurses had their fun. I sat there. I was like, hey, y'all got like a, a random book? I think I started reading a Dr. John's Bathroom Reader. Just for <laughs> random facts. And then she sits there and they put me on these new meds so I can get some sleep. And she she's like, uh, you tired yet? And I said, no, I'm good. How are you? And she's like, uh, good. Uh, do you need anything else? Like, so she brings me another set of meds to go to sleep, and still sitting there just reading my book. It's like two in the morning. I said, "Well, yeah, I'm good." He goes, uh, "Let's try this." Gives me another med for sleeping. Still reading my book. Yeah. He goes, "Hey, it's all right. I guess I'll go try to lay down, get some sleep." It's like four in the morning at that point. Six in the morning rolls around. I get, I get up. I go out there. She goes, hey, what can I get you? And I said, you got some coffee? She said, uh, uh, I thought you'd be asleep still. I said, no, I'm good. You got some coffee, please? I took my coffee and uh, just hung out. But it, being there, and I, I got to go into a lot of talks and kind of learned the series of, like, how to deal with your emotions. Yeah, apparently, I didn't learn much from it, because uh, I felt like a dickhead, because I already knew what they were going to try to tell me, but it was just so nice to be away from everything. Every time I'd go into a class, they'd be like, hey, what do we do in this situation? I was like, well, I would do this. Or I should do this. You know? But I don't. And that's my problem, was, was that I was like, I don't do that. And my meds were so screwed up that it just completely screwed my head up. But 
you know, I I have been there, you know, now. I've, I've gotten to do a lot of stuff, and I've, I'm vulnerable enough to tell you guys that I have I have problems, and I do deal with them. And, or I've tried to deal with them anyway. And that's the best thing we can do, is be vulnerable to each other and to help people. And we're not going to be able to help people if we can't be vulnerable. So, I hope just kind of getting that out there, letting people know it's okay. If you need help, get help. You know? And... I, I, it was one of those times when I think I didn't have you guys. You were dealing with your own stuff. Um, TJ, I think we weren't really... I don't think we had talked much then. But, you know, it's just like a weird point in my life. And I finally just said, you know, I need help. And I reached out and got it. And I haven't had that kind of problem since. So, you know, I'm thankful I think, <clears throat> I think in that time frame that you're talking about where we were both going through some things at mm -hmm. the same time and we weren't really reaching out to each other because we didn't want to put that on each other. Yeah, I think that's a lot. Knowing of that the other one was going through certain things in life. Um, I think that helped me and you understand that, like, if we stay consistent with our communication and we stay consistent with check-ins, we stay consistent with talking, we stay consistent with, like, updating about what's going on in our lives, it's helped us to maintain a balance with each other to understand, like, I know when I text you and I say, what's going on? Depending on the response you give me, like, I know if you're having a rough day. I know if you're having a normal day. I know if your day at work is stupid. And I know, like, if you're actually in a good mood. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And I get that. And I get that off of whatever you reply back in a text message. And that's, that's how well we've gotten to know each other. And I think that... Um, TJ's in on this too, like you know, he is. I know, like like you like you said, like I could text you guys in the morning and I could be like, Hey, what's going on today? Like, let's jam. And like I can tell what time of day it is by who replies to me. You know what I mean? Like like I know and I could pretty much sum up the type of day that each of you are having by like how you're going to respond right um you know what i mean like or how you do respond um but i think like i don't know um just for the past few weeks like i don't think my phone has been as busy as it has been just with us in constant communication going over all this stuff for this podcast going over everything for like all the social medias um getting plans in place, setting up like calls so we can go over stuff together and talk about stuff. And that has been a game changer for, for me personally, because if I'm not consistently busy, if I'm not keeping myself occupied, that's where my problems and my troubles come in. Because if I start to let my mind like wander towards things that like I normally over obsess about when I'm when I think about them like oh I gotta I gotta take care of this bill this bill this bill and this bill and you know I got birthdays coming up I got this going on I gotta travel to here I gotta travel to there you know I got once I start letting all that stuff weigh on me more than it should and I overthink it I get into a funk where it's like I start canceling plans and I stop going to do things. Um, I'll stop responding to text messages just because I don't want to be overwhelmed with anything. So I think as long as I stay, well, I know as long as I stay busy, if I stay occupied, then, uh, you know, it, it helps me to not get into my own head and downward spiral into that depressive state that, like, I know I'll get into if I'm not busy, you know what I mean? Um, so like with you guys and doing this stuff and like, uh, like, and I, and I love it, so don't think that I'm complaining, but like the nonstop, like, Hey, can somebody figure this out? Hey, somebody jump on and do this. 
hey, let's do this or let's do that. Like, it really helps keep me occupied so I don't get too into my own head. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm trying to keep my thought process here clear. And sorry for uh, the fart, if you heard the fart. Um, no, but bad. I saw your rate, your uh, your wavelength <laughs> move, so I know you did but, something. Uh, but, no, you can ask TJ. Uh, I, I'm on the same thing uh, where I'm like, I'll, I'll, I've shot TJ, I think, God, like a cup handful of two hand or a dozen text messages where I'm like, hey man, Gabe's pretty low today, man. What do we do? You know? Because <laughs> like, I'm like, shit. Because I know how you are when you're having a bad day. And I'm just like, man, how do I fix this? Because that's what we do, right? Like, right. We're, we're all fixers. We're all alpha personalities and we want to fix everything. But, you know, we, we can't always do that. And TJ's kind of like the <clears throat> silent but deadly assassin like he he just comes in clutch when you need him to you know what i mean yeah and then, absolutely secondly uh since i was i guess i was trying to tee dj up there to say something he did uh <laughs> well i looked over at him he was smiling like he just got done farting himself so i figured i'd kick in there so there wasn't like a weird <laughs> silence but no secondly so like you were saying yeah, my phone's been super busy, and it's funny because, like you uh, said, you know, like, I have to stay busy to some extent, but, you know, like, at work, I'm, like, I'm I'm busy, and I'm tr- doing my thing there, but even if I'm having a bad day, here, whether you guys text me and say, hey, I need you to do this, hey, how do we set this up, for me, personally, I'm like, hell yeah. Like, this is awesome, because this is something that I'm so excited to do. So, this is like, I, I get there and I'm like, oh, fucking today sucks balls. But, I know at the end of the day, I can dive back into this and go ham on it and try to figure stuff out. I can figure something new out, like working on the audio and the editing and stuff. Like, I, I get so excited about it. and. It's something that I genuinely care about. So even if I'm having a crap day, I know I have something good to fall back on. Just because this isn't always fun, trying to figure out the legwork for it, it makes me happy because it's something I enjoy and I feel dedicated to and I have so much passion for. I think about like when you're talking about texting or whatever and you can tell like how their day is going by their response and everything. I think another thing about it is recognizing that that's not their normal response. That's not their, you know, happy response or however you want to call it, you know. So it's, you need to realize when to start talking to them and, you know, be like, hey, man, like, you good? Everything all right? And then another thing on that note is, like, if there's people that I've noticed that would text me a lot that I haven't talked to in a couple of weeks or whatever, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and uh, send them a a text and just see what's going on and sometimes that might be what they need you know might make the difference right yeah. and that's 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 100 percent. and i mean like there's even even in this group like nine times out of ten like the text the group text message with us always starts off with how we feeling today you know what i mean like you know like it's it's more of like it starts off as a buddy check but then it rolls into like business as usual you know what i mean like hey this is what i'm doing work on can somebody jump on and figure this out or you know i'm having a hard time doing this can somebody jump on and maybe try to figure it out let's have a facetime and walk through it make sure we're all on the same page like yeah and i think i think that's key for a lot of people is that like um Occupying your time in a positive way is, for me, my number one way to combat and stay ahead of those anxieties and to stay ahead of that depression. Um, And the way that I do that is with the two of you, with my kids, uh, with music stuff that I got going on with music. Um, So with doing all of that stuff it's it's been 
completely time consuming to where I haven't had the time to get into my own head and worry about things. You know what I mean? And like today was one of the first days that I allowed to like I stepped away from all of it. Sorry, I got a barking dog. Hey. Um, that I was allowed to like, I wasn't not saying that I was allowed, but it was the only time. The only time that I uh, chose to step away, but it was for family stuff, so I was still occupied. Stand by. And that's the joy of having dogs, which we all have. And I guess I'll kind of take this second. Uh, I'd thrown it out there that we're going to try to do like an artist of the week or, you know, whatever. Yeah, try to highlight people every week. Um, I want to kind of start that this week. And it won't start out with like a positive uh, artist or someone that, you know, had uh, some giant, you know, big uh, art project or whatever. I just wanted to go ahead. Uh, one of our listeners had asked us to do a shout out for somebody that they lost that was very dear to them. So, uh, Christy, we are going to shout out to uh, Corey joe wall and just say that you know she's in our thoughts and our prayers and we're always thinking about you and if you need anything just reach out shout out to us uh everyone else will be thinking of you and we always hate seeing somebody lost so early in their life so i wanted to get that out of the way and make sure that you know that we are listening to our listeners um it says this is a two-way street you guys come to us we're gonna do it so that being said i'll let gabe dive back into what he was talking about yeah man uh <clears throat> he has no that's idea a lost cause he was talking i am about. dude uh, dude it's a lost cause i am over five hours road fatigue traveling this morning traveling this evening um blowing my back out on a trampoline because i'm stupid um we all understand so that. <laughs> so uh yeah um i'm just here i'm just here for it you know what all i mean right. uh tj real quick bro um closing remarks yeah dude hit us with hit us with some closing remarks hit me with your knowledge ain't the same thing i always say just reach out and talk to somebody you don't always have to touch them, you know, but <laughs> send somebody a text or a call or, oh, shit. you know, hit them up on Facebook and what have you, send them a Snapchat, whatever it takes. You just say Snapchat. <laughs> oh my God. I this has been great. Out. I'm so happy we did this. Oh, me too. God damn. Uh, Sorry, dude. Continue your thought. <laughs> oh, that was it. <coughs> Short and sweet. <laughs> Reach out, All touch right. someone, and hit them yeah. up on Snapchat. We got you. Yeah, I don't think uh, we can get any better than that, guys. So uh, reach out, yeah. touch somebody, and uh, hit them up on Snapchat, yeah. and we'll call it good. All right, guys. Thank you for listening in. Hit us up on the uh, social medias. Uh, Snapchat, uh, we don't have one yet, but we'll get a Snapchat, uh, here soon. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, continue liking that stuff, guys, as we go here. As you can see, Gabe is wearing his Never Broken, uh, t-shirt, and we're going to be getting those out into the world here soon, so make sure you're watching out for that. We'll get those out there. We're very excited about it. It's something that we've had in the work here for several years, just trying to get the you know logistics lined out. So thank you for listening in, guys. Please like, share, subscribe. If you would please give us a five-star rating, that would be tremendous. It helps us stretch our listening group. Um, I don't know what the hell Gabe's pointing at me for, but whatever. Uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> this is what we do. <laughs> so, guys, listen in. Have fun. Uh, make sure that you're reaching out and touching people.